Welcome to Come Follow Me Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Hi, welcome to episode 52 of season two. This week we are studying the book of Revelation chapters 15 through 22. This is our last week of our Come Follow Me study for the New Testament, and it's been a great blessing to me to study these writings and to discuss them with you this past year. I've loved learning more about our Savior and those who worked closely with him during his mortality. And as we've learned about Jesus Christ and his remarkable characteristic, the task now falls upon us to try to change our lives to emulate him. You might remember his teachings from the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7, starting in verse 24, quote, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. At this point, we've all taken the first step, like both the wise and the foolish men did, and we have heard the sayings of Jesus. And the ultimate difference between these two individuals was not that they had heard the Lord's teachings, but what they did with their lives because of those teachings. The one that heard and followed the teachings and changed his life ended up with a strong foundation, which was capable of sustaining him through all sorts of challenges. The one that heard but did not follow the teachings ended up with a weak foundation, which gave way under pressure. And we've all heard the teachings. Let's be wise and follow them. Strengthening our spiritual foundations can sustain us against the trials that we currently face or those that will certainly come. Also, I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Uh, These podcasts launch on Monday mornings, which in many parts of the world is Christmas Day today. If you are listening on Christmas, I hope you had a blessed day. And if you're listening after Christmas, I hope you had a wonderful day and you were able to feel the spirit of our Savior as you celebrated his birth. Okay, let's get to these last chapters in the book of Revelation. Excuse me. In some ways, my reading of Revelation was facilitated by the same approach I took with the book of Isaiah. And it's kind of a silly analogy, but it's like those 3D posters that were popular many years ago. Some of you might remember them. If you looked too closely at them, you couldn't see anything. But if you stood back and kind of looked generally, sometimes had to blur your eyes a little bit, uh, then a pattern would emerge. I'm not saying that everyone needs to take this approach, but for me, when I stand back and pay more attention to themes than details, I'm able to understand more of Isaiah and also of Revelation. So here's some of the overall themes I found in these final chapters. Uh, As the world comes closer to the second coming of Jesus Christ, there will be great trials and tribulations. The wicked will prosper for a time, and the righteous will have to endure challenges, but eventually the Lord will redeem his covenant people, and all wickedness will cease. To me, the main theme of this story is hope. It's just one big story of hope. And that's the same story you'll find through the book of Isaiah, as you talk about Israel and its challenges and its ultimate redemption, it's just all about hope. And we've talked before about the essential role of hope 
in mental and emotional health. As I've worked with people with emotional challenges, I would say that by and large, the greatest problem is not the challenge itself, but the person's reaction to the challenge. Let me explain what I mean by that. Some people are depressed, but believe that they will ultimately overcome their depression through intervention and personal change. And in those cases, these people's symptoms seem to be less serious. They seem to be less impactful to them. But others may have the same depression diagnosis, but they believe there is no hope. They believe that they are not going to improve no matter what happens or no matter what they do. And with those individuals, I've observed a, a more serious symptoms um, and more longer lasting symptoms. <clears throat> the role of hope cannot be underestimated when we are striving to improve from a worse situation to a better. In Revelation chapter 21, we read about the end of the world uh, when the new Jerusalem is established and Zion comes down from heaven. And this is starting in verse 2. Quote, and I saw, and I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall, thou, shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. Doesn't that sound wonderful? No more death, no more crying, no more sorrow, no more pain. Anyone who has spiritual and emotional thirst can come to delicious, unending fountains of water and drink until they're completely satisfied. I love the imagery in these scriptures. And these types of scriptures are designed to help us have hope. They forecast the destiny of those who faithfully walk the covenant path. And even though life may not be great right now for many of us, we have to look forward to better days. And that gives us the hope that we need that can lessen our emotional burdens. If you allow me to skip ahead just a bit, uh, let me quote from the a Book of Mormon scripture, uh, which is going to be our course of study starting next week in 2024. In Ether chapter 12, verse 4, we read, quote, Wherefore, whoso believeth in God might with surety hope for a better world, yea, even a place at the right hand of God, which hope cometh of faith, maketh an anchor to the souls of men, which would make them sure and steadfast, always abounding in good works, being led to glorify God. Hope is one of those things that can make us sure and steadfast. Now, I don't know about you, but in a world where there is so much turmoil, so much change and uncertainty, I love the idea of being steadfast despite the changes and the commotion all around us. And as I reflect upon the power of hope, I fully acknowledge that its source is ultimately Jesus Christ, his power, and the effects of his infinite atonement. And this seems like an appropriate way to end the podcast for, the, for this year with a testimony of Jesus Christ. As we've spent this entire year studying his life and studying the testimony of those who uh, lived with him and knew him, um, let me share my testimony as well. I know that Jesus Christ lives. I know that he loves us. 
I know that his sufferings in Gethsemane and Golgotha gave him more power to save, redeem, and comfort than we will ever know. I love him and I worship him. I pray that you will use your increased understanding that you've gained through your study of the New Testament, your increased understanding of Jesus Christ to act. And I pray that as you act in righteousness, you will increase the strength of your foundations. As you do this, may you be blessed with greater hope, which will surely become an anchor to your soul and will give you the strength to endure all of your mental and emotional challenges. Like every other podcast, I'll end this one with an invitation to act and ask you to give prayerful consideration to how to implement these invitations. This week's invitation is very simple. It's write down your testimony of Jesus Christ, perhaps especially consider how his example and power has blessed you throughout your life. And after you've written down your testimony in the spirit of action and doing in order to strengthen your spiritual foundation, I invite you to share your testimony with someone. This could be in person. This could be in a fast and testimony meeting. This could be on social media, through a letter, through a text, or even just in prayer to your father in heaven, but share your testimony of Jesus Christ with someone. I have free worksheets that you can download to help you remember and implement the weekly invitations. To find out how to get these, just sign up for my email newsletter. You can find that link in the show notes. Also, I invite you to subscribe so you can access new episodes each week. And please share this podcast with others. I think there are many people who could benefit from greater hope um, in their lives. And so please share with others. There's written transcripts of the podcast as well. You can find that link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action and to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com. Thank you.